tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. All right, Daniel, we are here at Phoenix Fan Fest 2017, uh, Saturday event. Um, we got to see, we got to see all the floor. We, you know, lots of merchandise to buy, a lot of artists to talk to. Yeah. Uh, we sat in on a few panels, Ernie Hudson and uh, Mallory, Mallory Jansen. Jansen. So, um, what, what have you thought of this event so far? So far, it's uh, obviously a lot more downscale. It's a lot more chill than. Uh, Phoenix Comic Con, but still having a lot of fun, having a good time, uh, especially to the, you know, the panels I went to. Those were awesome. What are your thoughts on those panels? Yeah, no, uh, definitely had a lot of good. Definitely still having a good time. Uh, you know, we're doing it. We're doing the podcast live from the floor right now as we walk around, seeing a lot of awesome cosplays. The the panels were cool. Um, Ernie Hudson had a lot to talk about, so that was cool. I mean, with a large career that he's had, why wouldn't he, right? Right. Uh, Mallory Jansen, loved her in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I watched the first season of Caliban, I didn't watch the second season of Caliban, but you know, it's great to see her from that too. Yeah, and uh, her panel was split between mainly Caliban and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well, which is actually pretty cool, hearing a lot of the insight from, you know, Agents of, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, it was, it was great to hear, and uh, you yourself got to go up there and ask a question, you talked to Esther if she knew that she was going to be a, a bad guy when she first got hired on. And she said no, that she actually had no clue. Uh, and later they told her that, you know, they had plans for her, but they didn't tell her what plans. Right. You know, as Ada, she didn't, uh, you know, she had she didn't have a character that she was being based off of in the comic books. But eventually when uh, they said, well, you are going to be a character from the comic books, as we come to find out in later, second half of the season, she becomes Madame Hydra. So there is a character that she could have, she could look at. Yeah, she was a really good villain, too, for uh, the last half of that season. Uh, talking about the, you know, Ernie, Ernie Hudson panel, you know, got to hear him talk about uh, not only Ghostbusters, but Crow, which was one of my favorite movies, so I, I, like, I, I love to hear him talk about that, and it was interesting to hear him say, you know, that they, uh, that he feels that, you know, once the first one was done that was it that there are no other crow movies because brandon lee was the crow right and he just said that you know he wishes the next cast if it happens you know the best of luck and it's pretty much it and then i don't think he had any plans of coming back or doing anything with that one either well he did say that if the money was right that he would come back but it would have to be really really high uh, that, you know, if the money was right, it seemed to be his answers to a lot of the questions, too. Hey, when you're, I mean, you're a working actor, that's kind of what you, you gotta go with, right? Right, but he did say that, you know, at this point, the money didn't really matter either because he doesn't have to buy any more suits or any more other cars that he wants to buy or is interested in. Fair enough. Uh, what are some of the other things that you saw down here on the floor that you've enjoyed so far? Um, some pretty cheap comics, you know, that I've been wanting to read for a while. Uh, a lot of good collections too and uh, a lot of you know uh, really really old vintage classic comics as well yeah I, I, I myself got to buy some really cheap trades which was awesome I got I picked up the the, the trade graphic novel uh, for 
The Coldest City, which is the graphic novel that Atomic Blonde, starring Charlie Theron, is based off. Yeah, and let me know how you know what you think or how it is. Yeah, I will definitely have. Did you end up seeing that movie? Yeah, I love the movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely uh, I enjoyed watching the movie. I watched it again a couple days ago, and when I saw the trade there, I was like, oh, I, I should pick this up just to see what it was, what it's like. Um, yeah, I'll I'll, do, I'll tell you how how I ended up enjoying it or not. Now. Uh, Phoenix Comic Con, Phoenix Fan Fest in the past, uh, what, what is it about this particular convention that you enjoy? Um, I like it that it's a little bit more of an intimate setting, so when you go to panels, uh, it feels a lot closer, a lot more personal, as opposed to going to Phoenix Comic Con where it's a big room, tons of people. Sometimes you don't even get to ask your questions at those panels. It's true. Yeah, it, definitely the panels were a lot more intimate, um, like you said, or like we were talking about at the Mallory Jansen panel. I actually got to get up and ask a question. I asked her if, because uh, someone had earlier in the panel asked her, you know, if she was going to play a different Marvel character, who she'd play, and she went with uh, She-Hulk as a character that she would love to play. Uh, I asked, you know, if you could step across the street to DC, who would you like to play? And before I could even get the question out, she said Wonder Woman. Which I thought was pretty awesome. And, I mean, she said that the role was taken, but you did mention, hey, you know, TV show could be a possibility. Yeah, the, the, the Wonder Woman version on one of the CW TV shows could definitely happen. I mean, at this point, why not, right? Right. Uh, I could see Wonder Woman showing up in, in, uh, in Supergirl because, you know, she's all about the female empowerment, you know? So why not have the strongest DC female superhero on that show for a cameo? I'd enjoy it. I'd watch it. I mean, we're watching it now, so I have no complaints if that were to happen. However, I threw out the suggestion that I think that she would also make a great Lois Lane. Yeah, but I mean, if she were Lois Lane, don't you think she would just be the uh, damsel in distress all the time? No, because I think that the the, the great thing about that is that uh, um, she's not the AJ Machala. Just walked past us on the floor. That was pretty awesome. I know. Uh, I should have said something. Asked her to say geek out or something. But, uh, too far. But I'm an idiot, so... Uh, you were in the moment. You were recording. Yeah, I was recording. I was in the moment. Um, yeah, she... Lois Lane, I think, it, she gets played up in the the idea that she's also the, always a damage in stress, but I really think of her as the... One of the ultimate strong women of DC without having superpowers because she's that, she's that journalistic reporter that goes out and and uh, risks her life to get the story and, to, and the story is the truth you know right so I always thought why not have her come in if if Kara is going to pursue this whole being a journalist thing have her cousin's wife come in and be like this is the best way to be a journalist like teach her how to be a journalist Actually, since you put it that way, I, I can see it happening, but, I mean, didn't we have the Lois's sister in the show, so I don't know if they're going to bring out any other, you know... Any other lanes? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, we did have Lo- uh, Lucy Lane in the show as her kind of uh, relationship antagonist, I guess is a good way to put it. In the first season, In the yeah. first season, but she, yeah, she hasn't been around since then. And then, if you, if you were to do it, you could have, uh, you could have an episode where... Uh, some type of transfer of power from Supergirl into uh, Lois Lane because there's been plenty of issues in comic books where Lois Lane has gotten superpowers. 
Yeah. So I, I think that's a wealth of uh, story right there that they could do. And I think she would play a great Lois Lane. But that's neither here nor there because she wants to be Wonder Woman. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. So uh, what are some of the other cool things that you've seen at the con today? Um, I mean, some of the, uh, we've gone to some of the booths that are selling comics, and uh, I've come across some of the comics that I already own, and it's just crazy to see how much value they actually have, and they're not that old either, so I thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, and just a lot of the leather work and some of the costumes that are actually on sale here at the con. Uh, speaking of some of the comics that are worse, though, uh, <laughs> I saw a... Uh, Avengers number one signed by Stan Lee going for 1400 bucks. so if anybody out there wants to get me an early Christmas gift that's uh, you can totally go for that I, I would I would be thankful uh, what was the condition it was in do you remember I mean it wasn't mint but it was still pretty good yeah it's actually pretty awesome to see it there um, I think I saw the first issue preacher which was like 750 bucks there too that's I mean that, that 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 particular booth that we were talking about, they had some pretty awesome uh, CGC ra- rated comics too. You said you, there was an Outcast one, Outcast number one, right? Yeah, and uh, I think that had a nine point six and three bucks when it first came out two years ago, and it jumped up to seventy uh, something now. See, I mean, no, we're not talking about hundreds of dollars or anything, but still pretty awesome. Yeah, it's going up there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of great artists here that we've seen today. There's a lot of uh, uh, indie artists, people that have worked in the industry, people who haven't worked in the industry yet. You know, or I mean, and by that I mean the big two. But obviously, there's more out there for comic books than just the big two. Uh, I think it's it's great if you can get uh, to feature smaller artists and stuff like that. Uh, I've been picking up a lot of business cards. Hopefully, I can do, we can get some interviews going. That'd be uh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything that any any particular artist that you've come across that you um, the guy that had the mashup between the Saiyan and Wolverine that was actually pretty cool yeah that was that's another thing that we, we were talking about as we were walking through we people love to start seeing a lot of more mashups of their fandoms yeah and I think it's a great idea because you're mixing in two things that you already love so if you can pull it off right, it's amazing, and it makes you geek out even more. Yeah, you said it, geek out even more. <laughs> uh, if uh, you could tell anybody, you know, the best thing about coming to a con, what would you say it is? Probably uh, meeting every everybody and meeting other cosplayers and just seeing, you know, how much work they and effort they put into their costumes. Yeah, you know, cosplayers and, and the amount of work they put in their costumes always astounds me because uh, you just know that you have to have a passion to do it you know it's it's going to take time so you 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 can't just half-ass it I guess yeah um, also you know just walking the floor sometimes you might run into random celebrity which is pretty cool too <laughs> like we almost did yeah <laughs> I mean at Comic-Con I ran into Gabriel Luna which was fucking awesome that's true. At uh, Phoenix Comic Con, you did run into the game Luna, and then you got to ask him a question at his panel. Yeah, yeah. and I'll never forget that. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't know what what's what's the, another great thing about being at Con here. 
I like looking at all the action figures and uh, all the pop figures and all the other collectible stuff that they have here. And now, because of you and Jason, I've started actually collecting figures and statues and stuff and decorating my cubicle. So I actually have fun just looking out for different, you know, figures to collect. You know, it's uh, amazing, not not just uh, comic book artists and stuff, but people that do all kinds of different crafts that, that get a booth here and try to sell their wares or sell their goods. And uh, there are so many different creative outlets that they use here and uh it's it's amazing to, to see i would say yeah um like that one company that um has a sand i think sandblaster and they do the uh the stains on the pint glasses i think that's pretty cool yeah no that's that's pretty incredible um i, I you know what is uh if we come across a, a cosplayer and a costume that you really enjoy you should grab them so we can ask them a few questions uh, video games wise there's you know a couple booths set up where you can do virtual reality video games and that's I, I think I feel like that's rather new yeah um, I don't know I don't think they've had that set up last year or at regular Phoenix Comic Con uh, so I think that was that's actually pretty cool just thought it was gonna be free though but find out you have to pay five bucks to actually play some of that stuff yeah, that seemed uh, a little bit out of the blue that you would end up having to pay another price to uh, play video games, but it's something that you already paid to get into. Right, just didn't make sense to me. Yeah, I find that I found that a little strange, but um, with the, this this particular fan fest is a two day event. What is it that? Uh, you would look forward to in a second day for a convention like this? Second day, probably um, just see if any other booths are having any sort of sales. Uh, you know, grab the item that you don't want to grab the day before. Uh, I'm also looking forward to some of the other panels that, you know, aren't scheduled on day one for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, is there a panel that you are particularly interested in for tomorrow? Um, probably just to go see um, the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, you, that uh, I would say that's a, a somewhat of a big get for uh, this smaller con and or this fan fest, I guess is the way they put it. Uh, same with um, what's his name, Jeff Reese, Rice, the guy who's uh, who's in uh, Deadpool and Galaxy Quest. Is it? Yeah, I don't remember what his name is. That sucks. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I would love to see what he'd have to say about working on Deadpool and Galaxy Quest because it's some great, better uh, movies of, uh, that I enjoy. Is that his panel? Is he having a panel tomorrow? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, okay. Is there anything uh, that particularly caught your attention here at the con today? Um, you know, all the uh, not only the um, people selling things, but the fact that there's authors here and charity events and stuff like that, charity groups I should say, you know, trying to make things better. There was a uh, Kids Need to Read, I believe is one of the charity groups that's here. Um, the Hero Initiative, which is a thing for comic book creators that, you know, if, I believe when Michael Turner passed away, you know, that there, it was part of his foundation to help out the family members of people that 
when the, uh, the comic book creators pass away kind of thing, like financially. So that's a good organization too. So the Pirates of the Caribbean guy is Kevin McNally. There you go. There's, uh, there's his booth right there. And uh, the guy I was talking about is Jed, Jed Reese. Reese. Not Jeff, Jed. I thought I was wrong on the, on the last name. I was actually wrong on the first name. And didn't you say... Um you wanted to ask like how many Deadpool cosplayers go up to him and ask him where uh, where Francis is. I would think that that would be a big one that he gets at, at conventions uh, when he goes because in the movie he's that character. You know, he's the character that Deadpool comes up and asks where's Francis. Yeah. So we're we're a couple of feet away from him actually right now. He's doing some signing. It looks like. Yeah. So is Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Yeah, they have the uh, WWE Divas here as well. Yeah. Um, I remember, I think it was it was last year, they had uh, Brett Dalton and Elizabeth Hentrich from, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. Yeah. Uh, and then, was it the year before that they had um, David Ramsey's? From, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's... that's Seems like these these smaller cons is is the the place where you get like a lot of the TV people, and I don't know why. I feel um, you, you know they can probably also get some movie people here too, um, or get them for regular Phoenix Comic Con as well. They they've done a great job at their shows at the moment, so I don't I don't know why they try to bring the TV actors to this one. What is it? Someone just handed us something. Sticker for Frank's. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's video a video game. About pugs. About pugs? Yep. That's, uh, that's very, very niche. Pugs. Uh, pugs are taking over the world, if you don't know. I, I did not know. Yeah, trust me. They're everywhere. What's some of the uh, more interesting cosplays you've seen today so far? One girl. It's actually... A lot of gender bend, uh, gender bend diva costumes. I mean, I don't. I mean, uh, I like Overwatch. I just uh, don't know why that's the cosplay that people tend to gender bend the most. I wonder why too. Maybe a lot of guys play her. Maybe, but I mean, and you know, back back when video games were new to me, it was Street Fighter, and it seemed like everybody always played Chung Li, but. You didn't see a lot of guys dressing up as Chun Li. No. I mean, there was one Chun Li here, but you know, it was a girl. But yeah, you don't really see a lot of guys uh, cross dress. <laughs> True. Uh, I don't know. I, I just always wonder because I even asked you that. I said because I'd never played Overwatch. So I was like, is Diva supposed to be a guy character or a girl character? Because I see just as many doing both. I think that if I came yeah. here, I would be looking for definitely. That's uh, one that. A lot of people do, maybe because it's no, easy. Like, I don't really think that. I, I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of people seem to do it. You wouldn't make your huh. money back for you. But I think you would make your money back for Guy from Moana's here. Maui? Yeah. I've never seen the movie. Nice shirt. There's Archer and Pam. Where? Oh, I didn't see it. Static Shock. Yep, saw him earlier. 
Oh, what's the character from Zoology or Zootopia? I only seen it once, oh. so I don't remember the names. Oh, we're, we're terrible then. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> all, it's all my fault. Deadpool's. We've seen tons and tons of Deadpool's today. And that's just kind of way it's going to be all the time, I think. Yeah, definitely a lot of pirates as well. There has been a lot of pirates at this convention. Do you, do, you, do you have any reason why, do you think? you think it's because the actor is here? I mean, I always see pirates all around now, though. So I don't know if Pirates of the Caribbean just made it a staple to have as many pirates as possible or have people dress up as, as many pirates as they can. I don't know. Uh, I, obviously, uh, what is it? The Jay's cosplay down there. Yeah. At the end, they they are dressed up as Jack Sparrow and Will Turner. So they had their own panel, and they had their own panel about being pirates, I believe. Yep. That was one thing. I didn't, it didn't seem like there was a lot of panels on cosplay this year. Right, uh, but I think they saved those for Phoenix Comic Con mainly. Oh, okay. And. Yeah, there's that, and uh, the foam um, is another big one. Yeah, foam, with foam seems like is that is that a relatively new thing, or is that is that been um, around for a while? I think it's been around for a couple of years, maybe four, maybe five years now. Um, it's just so cheap, and it's easy to mold and sculpt, so you can make armor or weapons out of mold now. And for you personally, have you? You've gotten to do a couple things with the uh, foam, right? Right. Um, I did my Sinestro armor uh, with the foam. Um, pretty much scrapped that. I'm going to start all over on it if I ever decide to do the Sinestro costume again. Why? What, what went wrong with it? Um, just uh, the boots, uh, the boot part was just really awkward. Um, armor eventually started falling apart, so I had to throw it away. Oh, okay. What would you do differently? Um, actually look up a couple of YouTube tutorials and uh, learn and get some of the appropriate tools as well to be able to work with it. Okay. Uh, it's pretty elaborate, or is it not an elaborate process? Probably uh, pretty elaborate. just depends on how, how you want to make the armor, if you want to make it really big and you know, show it off. You know, be able to show it off to other people as well. Um, do you have anybody that you want to possibly cosplay in the future? Oh, I have all kinds of cosplays that I always want to do. Uh, but either I'm not motivated enough or just don't have enough time in the, you know, in the year to make them. But uh, I would love to do a Mr. Freeze cosplay. I'd love to do... Um, Mysterio cosplay. I'd love to do an Asriel cosplay. Is my Twitter handle depicts. Uh, yeah, there's there's lots of them that I would love to do that I've never gotten around to. But I think uh, this coming year maybe I will try and buckle down and get a better handle on it. Okay. So are you gonna uh, look up YouTube tutorials as well? Yeah, probably to see like how to. Uh, how to bend plastic so it can look like the glass dome for Mr. Freeze or Mysterio. Gonna be, uh, make it breathable too so you don't suffocate in that thing. That's probably a good idea, I would say. Yeah, um, so why Freeze? I don't know. Um, 
like in the version of, the, of Freeze that I would want to do is the one that's from the animated series. Uh, it, his costume is very simplistic as opposed to the big, bulky one that like Arnold Schwarzenegger wears in Batman and Robin. Yeah. yeah. Or is it Batman Forever? No, it's Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, yeah. Batman and Robin. Uh, I just I don't like all the glowing parts and stuff like that. So I liked the freeze from the animated series that was just very simple and sleek. Okay. And uh, have you considered the one from Gotham? See, that one's uh, more like the Arnold Schwarzenegger version. So yeah, I wouldn't like the because he, he's just like he's wearing football pads. It's true. Looks really awkward and big, unnecessary. Yeah, exactly. It's very unnecessary. Hold on, uh, I'm gonna go over there. We're on the blue hair. Okay. Blue hair. Oh, you want to talk to Bulma? No, that's not Bulma. Oh. That's Aqua. Ah, okay. From an anime. We got a Bill and Ted's Focus Journey. I'm sorry, walking too fast. Yeah, no, I'm coming along. No. Oh, you mean her? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the her. Oh, no. So Daniel's going up to take a picture of this anime character that he spotted across the, the panel floor, or the exhibit floor. Taking a picture, the picture will probably show up on our Facebook feed at some point, or Instagram feed if you follow that. It's facebook.com backslash radio or at radio on, on Instagram, at radio on Twitter. He's explaining to her right now that uh, you can totally find us on Instagram and then tag yourself in the picture. How'd that go? Good. Yeah, good. So I was explaining. I watch? Uh, uh, what, what, so what show was? I was explaining to the listeners what it is that you were doing at the moment. Oh, it's from a show called Konosuba. Uh, basically, she is a goddess, and yeah, she's one of the main characters. Oh, and then now, how uh, accurate to the the show was her costume? Pretty close. I think she was only missing one thing. Um, can't think of it, but yeah, you know, it was awesome. I liked it. That's awesome. Haven't seen, haven't seen um, that cosplay done ever before, so I had to take a picture. Yeah, yeah that's something. I mean, to all the, I, I don't know the character personally, but to all the cons that I've been to, I don't think I've ever seen that particular uh, costume before. I mean, sometimes the anime costumes kind of blend together for me. Yeah, that's, uh, that's another thing too. That is true. You're not, no, nothing. They do tend to blend, uh, so I can imagine what an anime convention is like. Yeah, no kidding. So, as we're walking past the uh, celebrity booths, we are walking past the at one at one time child actors that were in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. We have Charlie and Veruca Salt and uh, T- Mike TV and Violet Beauregard. What do you? I mean, what do you think about that for? A movie that's uh, probably close to 50 years old? Just wasn't expecting them to come out to this con at all. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect that that to happen either. Like I don't think that they were uh, people that from that movie that would tour different conventions. 
And I mean, I just just uh, leads to another question: Is it like some sort of anniversary or reunion that's going on related to you know Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I didn't think about that. You're right. That's uh, something that could definitely be happening. And now we're just passing uh, Mara Wilson, who was in Mrs. Doubtfire and uh, Matilda. Um, some voice actors from Steven Universe. Which I've never seen, and a lot of people told me to watch that show. I've never seen either. And then we keep getting um, Legends of the Hindu Temple like contestants like everywhere. That's, I find kind of funny. Isn't it coming back? Is it coming back? I think so. Oh. I don't or, watch... a, or a movie related to it. A movie based off the game show yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's pretty elaborate. That's pretty, uh, pretty niche. I know. Oh, look, there's a Jafar. That's pretty cool. Has a little beard going on, too. Yeah. Uh, Marvin the Martian. Yep. More anime people. More anime people. I feel like, I feel like for every anime, uh, cosplay, you have to have... Um, colored hair. Yeah, nobody really has normal colored hair in an anime. Yeah, it, it makes them stand out. Yeah, there's Superman and Damien? No. No. That's We're Tim Drake, right? Yeah. See Maui again? <laughs> Maui came. Maui's in front of us? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not, hey, I was looking out for you. Did you get a message? Uh, no, I... No, I was asking for your cell phone. Oh, oh yeah, we're in the panel. That's why. Oh, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. It's cool. It's cool. How's it going? Hey, man. I'm Mitch. So, Mitch, this is today. Oh, hey, what's up, man? Uh, as you might know from our website, today does a lot of the late... Or does all the late gamer uh, reviews, either for video games and now for movies. Right is, now we're just doing video games. Yeah, <laughs> you just want to stick to video But you games. did a movie the other day. Uh, I posted it. it. It's oh, just a one-time. It was a okay. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, that's awesome. Is yeah. Your group here? Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, how long have you been at the con today? What's up? How long have you been at the con today? I literally just got here. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I got off work and I came right over. Yeah, is there Dang. something that you're excited about seeing? Uh, well, I don't know. It's a little smaller, so we're just trying to see what's going on. I literally just got here, so <laughs> I'm just going to see everything for the first time, see if there's anything I want to buy. You know, these cons kind of bleed you dry when there's a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. So. I've already spent a couple of bucks. Oh, what'd you get? A couple of graphic novels. Okay. Yeah. I'm always on the lookout for like collectible uh, figurines or art prints of like fandoms I like. So yeah. we'll see if there's anything like that. There's definitely, and there's a lot of artists that will do commissions here too. So if you see something yeah. like that, that's very interesting to do. Here. Put, put in your phone number. All right. So contact. All right. What was your Mitch. All right, cool. cool. Nice. I don't know. I wasn't expecting you to have long hair. Uh, no, you know what? I'm gonna, I was going to cut it. So, like, <laughs> if I would have come in yesterday, I would have cut her today. I just haven't had time. Oh, fair I'm enough. I'm just going to do, like, just cut it all off. Oh, just buzz it? It's been a while. I, I don't want to deal with it anymore. So. It's me. There's some Overwatch people coming our way. I, I, I'm going to go walk around, so I'll, I'll keep in contact, all right? Yeah. Let's get some food later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Nice to see you finally, man. So, anime booth right here. Oh, yeah, see? That's Aqua right there, the girl with the blue hair. Ah, okay, I see it, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, she was pretty dead on. <laughs> it was like, which one? Like, 
Uh, we got what was that? Rise of the Guardians? No. Yeah. Legend? Oh wait, no. Legends of the Guardians? Guardians. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be uh, Ino Kuni. Nino Kuni. No, it's Jack Frost. Oh, that, okay. Never mind. So yeah, you're right. So that explains the pixie. Jack Frost, and I think that's she's the Tooth Fairy. Oh, okay. Never saw that movie. I don't think I saw it either, but I forget what it was called. I think it was just called Rise of the Guardians. Do you so. remember what the name of that movie was, Jason? The one with the Jack Frost? Yeah. It's like Rise of the Guardians, isn't it? Huh? Rise of the Guardians? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh my god, they have uh, Mjolnir right here. Yeah? Some pretty cool duct tape stuff. Yeah, some, some duct artwork. tape art. That's pretty, it's pretty awesome. You know, it's... Like what you're saying, people use so many different mediums to express their art. It's just incredible to see. Oh, I didn't see these earlier. Mad Max Fury Road heels. You, right. you a big action figure guy? I just started, literally. Yeah, just with, just with the Funko Pops. Yeah, or now. With other stuff. Now I'm getting, like I said, statues and figurines to put up at my cubicle. Is there anything uh, that in particular that you might buy next while we're here at the con? No, I'm happy with the graphic novels that I was able to find. You know, uh, I'm just, I've never really been a um, action figure kind of person. Uh, I have a few, but I'm always afraid to. I don't know. Put it, I don't know if it's more afraid or just lazy of putting them on display properly. Gotcha. Well, me, uh, it just makes me happier to decorate my desk at work, so that's why I get them. See, and my, I don't, I mean, I have a desk at work, but I don't, I'm not at it. Like, I'm at it for the first hour of the day, and the rest I'm out in the field. So, it wouldn't be beneficial for me. But, uh, alright, we did a pretty good job of walking around the whole con. I think uh, it would have been nice to get, talk to a few more people, but we ran into Hade, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, if, if we come back for tomorrow, expect another podcast. Exactly. So, until next time, this is Televisor Oaks on the Geekly Radio Network, reporting live from uh, Phoenix Fan Fest 2017, saying, always remember to... Geek, geek out. out! We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.